Every day we wait, they get stronger. Let's take them by surprise. For the greater good, call it what you will. Let's call it war. Rogue One starts here with Andron. We're talking about each and every episode of the Disney Plus original series, Ongoing Rogue. My name's Dylan Blight. Join me, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here and excited to let you know there's only one way out of this podcast. Listen until the end. Very good. I wasn't going to tell everyone to stop listening. Uh, this week, of course, we're talking about episode 10 of Andor, titled One Way Out. It was directed by Toby Haynes, written by Bo Willimon. Uh, synopsis was, a rare opportunity opens and the time for Cassian and his fellow inmates to act is now. What do you think of this week's, uh, I guess, finale of the third act? <laughs> I, you <laughs> yeah. know, like sort of, yeah. What do you think of episode 10? Really good episode. I'm glad I set up really late to watch it. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, obviously we're recording a bit later. Obviously Black Panther, what kind of forever came out. You can go listen to our spoiler cast over an all new Marvel cast. Uh, we saw it Wednesday night. Uh, so, you know, and then recorded the podcast really late. Like, and like I'm seeing Twitter and everybody's popping off about the, the episode. Uh, so I'm like, fuck it. I just need to watch it. You know? Yeah. It was worth it. You know? Uh, really great time. Anti Circus, amazing. Diego Luna, amazing. Just, uh, yeah, it's the way they built up the tension through everything. And even when you like cut away to other people who aren't involved in this prison break, you aren't upset because like all that stuff is really great as well. So, yeah, another fantastic hour of television from Andor. This, oh, I don't know, we were saying last week, it sort of becomes redundant to keep like coming in here <laughs> and be like, another really fucking good, another really great episode of Andor, everyone, you know, like. Crazy, who does who does it? But man, not really great episode to handle. <laughs> um, this show, I'm I'm consistently getting more and more annoyed because this is the best Star Wars has been since the Last Jedi to me. Like that is like this. I don't feel like that's even a hot take. I feel like that's something not everyone would agree with, but I'm sure that's a that's a statement that'll echo through some people's minds and stuff. But fucked if not if I barely see anyone like well, not enough people talking about it. Like everyone's all up Obi Wan's ass and Mandalorian and whatever else. I was like, fuck. It's it's actually beginning to annoy me because it is so good. I mean, I'm like, yeah. It, the, but then you see so many reports of people like, oh, I was so burnt out from Star Wars. I've been hurt so many times uh, that you know I didn't give this one a chance. There weren't enough lightsabers and jetpacks to get me interested. And, all, and then they all hit the good bars and they're, they're starting to come, you know? Maybe we're better off without those people, the, the dude bros watching this show. I mean, maybe. Too. But I'm just, like, consistently, like, this show's so good. And this is what I want from Star Wars. And then the problem is, is that if these shows don't go, do good, then I'll just, I'll get stuck with, star, like, mediocre Star Wars, which is what I want. I want good Star Wars, so... It's so annoying, but I mean, obviously this, this episode, yeah, culminates with the escape that we all knew was going to get to eventually. But once again, the way we got here, the fact that I think the biggest thing that stands out from this arc and like seeing it all play out in this final episode is the fact that Andy Serkis and, um, Bo Willimon, who I think wrote all three of these episodes, at least this one last week, I definitely remember he, they wrote last week's, um, the fact that this, the all three, all three, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if we pointed this out. Boy Williman, creative house of cards, like adapted to American. Okay, no, I didn't know that. So, 
So this is a guy who made a highly successful TV show, just being a staff writer here on this Star Wars project, you know? <laughs> it's, it's quite mm. amusing when you think about it. Yeah. Um, but the fact, yeah, so the fact he managed to write in three episodes this such a fully formed character. I think, I think the ca- what's the character's name? Serbel. Serbel. Fuck it. How do you say it? Where is it? I need to find it. I can't find it. Have you found it? No. Are you looking at it? No. Not. not uh, oh, I'll keep it. I swear what, it starts Kino with Loy. Are you talking about Circus? Kino Loy. Yeah. I thought it was Serbel or something. No, I'm thinking of someone else. Kino Loy. I think the fact that this car, I feel like this character has more character, in three episodes has a, um, a story that makes more sense and with more character progression than um, characters in half than half ass TV shows do in like ten seasons. Like I just, I, I I honestly not to say everyone else in this show is bad or anything. Like the acting all around in this show is just all around the board great. But this has to be easily one of Andy Serkis's best performances, if if not, I swear, <laughs> like his second best to fucking I don't know third best maybe Golem and bloody um caesar than this <laughs> like this this is easily his best live action performance like not um, motion cap which I, I can't think of it he is so good like it is i, I just can't overstate oh, how pretty good great like, batman this year what the f- is that what he's not the batman yeah the batman Oh, he's Alfred, right? Okay, yeah. yeah, I forgot. Hey, yeah, <laughs> completely forgot he's in it. Completely forgot he's in it. Yeah, no. So this is uh ten times better than that. Um, but yeah, he's like just he, his whole arc and everything he goes through, and just the, every scene, seeing him like play it out, the the motions of him, you can tell like everything's like racing across his mind at the start of this episode as him and Cassian like walk through those corridors and and talk, and Cassian's you know very fast, like because Cassian knows. And he, he's right. Like, he, he says, like, they're going to bring a new guy in tomorrow. We have one chance. we got to do it tomorrow. We don't, you know, like, he's very much like, we got to get this. But, yeah, you can see on his face, like, you can just see on Andy Serkis's face, he's really, like, just, like, trying to piece it all together and struggling. And then when they walk into that, they walk into their, their sleeping area or whatever else, just, yeah, I, like, just, it was so good. And then to have everything after he, he does such that, uh, that amazing speech, after Cassian gives him shit, which I really love seeing Cassian give him shit because he's actually inspiring someone to give. That's way more of a like rebel heart sort of moment that he's he's had. You know, he's he's telling him, he's pushing him to give that more, that bigger speech, get everyone on board because they talk about how, and again, like tying into how Cassian gets more involved the the rebels and stuff. They talk about it and they know that the only the only way the prison break works is the only way the prison break works is if everyone is on board and if they can. Um, burn that same fire in everyone to uplift and turn against their oppressors sort of attitude um which is why he wants him to do this really good s- speech and on the pa system and pushes him towards it but just the fact that he gives all that just to run out there and that shot of andy circus's face as he's like standing there as everyone's jumping off and then just he's like i can't swim and yeah, then that's I can't it can't believe this whole <laughs> project was like a build-up to for andy circus to you know uh Try and score the job of Ellie in The Last of Us. I mean, it's true. They should just grab the plank and push him across. <laughs> but, but yeah, you I, couldn't what, find uh, any low floating device inside that, that prison. They, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does go turn back, back and go try and maybe he does turn back. But I think it's just the fact that as maybe maybe Cassian would have gone and looked for something. But it's just the fact that as he says what, and then like, he's just pushed he's, off. Yeah, like he's no, knocked off. 
Don't know. Everybody He's has never a good grace know. to walk around any circus, but you know. Yeah. Fuck, but just, fuck casting. Just, it's just, yeah. So I thought that was just, yeah. Um, then, yeah, so we, we cut away a couple times. Of Obviously, I, I, I agree with you. I don't feel like the cutting away to the, the two of her characters really does any disservice. Well, I guess there's three technically. There was one quick scene of someone else, but the, I don't think it does any disservice to the episode as well. I, the pacing was pitch perfect. Like the cutaways come back. You never, they never cut away from the, the escape, like at the end there when it was actually all happening. They, they, they did it in the lead up and built the tension and whatever else. But, um, you've got Luthan. That scene was really, really good when he meets up with the informant. Lonnie. From Lonnie, um, the informant. He's got work. Um, he's Inside the ice. Has that one scene there with Deidre or Dedra, whatever her name is, there as well. Um, he wants sort of out, but Luthan's not going to let him. But yeah, again, any circus was a standout, but what a fucking performance. What a <laughs> but- performance. Stellan's Guard. Stellan's here. Because yeah, his, his whole thing where he starts going off about, you know, what have I given? Everything and you know, like all that that shit. I was like, yeah, what what a monologue. What a way to end going here. Like fucking hype. Um, yeah, so good. And then the fact that he just presses that button and just sends old mate back down. <laughs> yeah, he's on this yeah, elevator. Okay. He's in a coat, like coat flowing in the wind. He looked freaking cool. Um, obviously there to like motivate him, to, like reaffirm Lonnie's uh dedication to the the rebellion and like, um, you know trying to keep him because obviously if he leaves they're kind of fucked like that's a massive resource that they're gonna struggle to get back again um yeah but a lot of stuff in that scene like he he says you know you need to tell these people about uh anton krieger's people are about to get like 50 of them are gonna get murdered he's like 50 people they're all worth it just so i can keep you it's like like kind of weird creepy like uh you know lover kind of like yeah. Admirer element to it as well. But there's so much with this whole ploy that the ISB set up and everything that's going on. It's like such a like deep layered sort of trap. And I like that I've played it all out because it is literally like they've captured someone and they think they're playing this mind game of, of we'll send this ship back out and we'll, we'll think, you know, but then we'll all, but then that part that they have that conversation with the, the head dude where they're like, well, if we saw that, what would we do? We'd actually go out there. So then they actually send people out, even though they already know it's there. So they're playing along. Meanwhile, you've got the fucking, the rat in there who then goes and tells, um, uh, Luthan. And then yeah. if he doesn't do what he would do without knowing what he knows, <laughs> you know, it's so yeah. like, if, it, if they change every- it, they'll know somebody's yeah. <laughs> new inside the ISB and then Lonnie will be captured. Yes. Uh, but then he's like, oh, you know, if they take him out, they'll think we're just nobody with there's just 50 people who are up in the rebellion and then maybe they'll back off. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, it's hard he's playing to playing like 3D chess. He is playing, we're playing 100% checkers. 3D. Yeah, 100%. The other thing, I don't, you've never seen The Departed, have you? Yeah, have I've you? seen The Departed. Okay. It's been a while. It's making, me think of, it's making me think of The Departed, like that scene with Luthan. And everything, like just as discussion, and because uh, the dude wanted out and didn't want to be the rat anymore, it was reminding me of um, it's Jack uh, Nicholson, right? Well, Jack Nicholson's the, the well, he's the mob dude, but he's I mean, I want to spoil the departed. Oh, fuck, I'm spoiling the departed, it's 2005 or whenever it came out. But Jack Nicholson's an informant anyway, but they get someone on, but he's a mob boss, but they get someone in to get information on him, which is um, 
Leo Di- the Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Never so he goes through and he gets a thing. Yeah, never heard. Of it. But he goes through and does a thing. But like he has scenes where he wants out because he's gets sick, sick of it. And then you know he has discussions where people are like, no, you just got to keep doing. It. You know, I'll just, it was. I don't know why. It was just weirdly reminding me, making mm. me, making me think of that. So, um, yeah, just look. It's definitely not a bad thing when I'm watching this and it's making me think of you know. Oscar nominated, like stellar performances from uh, Martin Scorsese's The Departed. So, like, yeah, it's, it's um, not a bad comparison. No, not definitely not a bad comparison. Um, and then we had one scene. I think we never, we only cut to, we only cut to one, Mon once, yeah. once. Yeah. But so it's impactful. It is impactful. So she speaks to, well, I can't remember the character's name. Do you remember? It is Davos Golden. Golden. Yeah. So she, yeah. She has this sit-down meeting with him uh, about the money stuff that we were mm-hmm. talking about last episode, and he asks her to, I don't know, be his thing? I don't know. How would you know No, he, he says, I want to come back here, but next time I come back, I want to bring my 14-year-old son. Yeah. Pretty much, he's arranging, he wants to- He wants to arrange his own bloody marriage, by the sound of it. Yeah, which, I don't know, maybe it's not great that this show kind of overlapped with House of the Dragon, which in that show, like, everybody's <laughs> getting arranged marriage, so it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but clearly it's, like, um, hasn't worked out for Mon, so she doesn't really want that for her daughter, so uh, that yeah. I- idea is not very pleasing to her, uh, but her daughter's been kind of a, you know, mm. bit of a bit, <laughs> kind She's of- a uh, pain in the butt. You know, she hasn't been particularly nice to him on this entire season, so why not just marry yeah. off? You know? Yeah. She says no straight away, but the I really loved that the, again. The dialogue in the show is just always really, really good. But yeah, that that part where he turns around at the end, Davos or whatever, um, he says, you know, when Mon's like, absolutely not, I won't think about it or whatever. And he's like, that's the first lie you've said this evening or whatever. Like, I'm like, mm. burn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Take that. Take that one. So, and again, really great performance, small performance by Genevieve O'Reilly. Everyone's really good in the show, but stand out. Um, any smaller bits and pieces I may have missed amongst all this? So of course, if you want to loop back to the main thing, which Prison Break, I the guess. The Prison but, Break, um, I just, yeah. Like you said, the opening, like, them explaining to everybody, like, what the fuck is happening and, like, um, yeah, the panic around it. Um, we finally understand why Cassian was trying to break the pipe and, like, what they would actually do. Like, the idea was the pipe, hopefully, the water would, like, overload the floors if they were wet, they got turned on. And, like, that it's was funny because you're watching it, you're like, oh, they're all going to get electric. Yeah, it's like, water I've seen Pokemon, water, yeah, water conducts electricity. This yeah, is a bad idea, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you got, uh, Andy Circus telling everybody to go on the floors, but he doesn't get on the floors. He doesn't get off the get onto the tables. He doesn't get on the tables. So if that hadn't worked, he would have been dead. Hmm. So, you know, that's why he's like happy he's like leading the charge from there on in, because, you know, he was microseconds away from death, really. I mean, a lot of people die in this episode. The amount of people who just like They the, do, the time like it takes one of the guys to- from table five gets shot pretty brutally, I think. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just dying yeah just and the whole taking out the elevator the way thing. <laughs> yeah it's just it's they're trying to take this elevator there's no way for them to hide like people are just getting straight up i feel sp- sad for the it, dude who's just getting put it brought in for the first time 
Yeah, I like how he automatically jumps in. Like he's all skittish. You see him on the th- on the way down, but the second shit starts going, he's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm in." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go, I beat boys. Him for two seconds, let's go. Yeah, that was really good. And then yeah, just the way the f- they just kind of take each floor. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, there's a, and there's, it's that sort of chant as well, you know, like the chant. Well, I mean, yeah, the Andy Circus speech over the intercom is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'm like is like, why did Cassian let them, let the guards in that room live? Yeah, that that was. Yeah. I was like, there's but I so many people have seen Cassian's face at this point. How is he a spy? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only. Uh, thing. I guess it's I guess it's that thing of um, he's comfortable shooting people like to. Like if they've got guns, but that that would have been like in, that's a yeah, if you kill them, it's then, an that's a, it's a cold blood, it's yeah. an execution. So, and the thing is, do I Cassian at least from what we know from Rogue One would reach a stage where he would execute them, but he's not at that stage here. Mm. Is the thing. So I think that's the the difference because you know start a Rogue One, sort of way again, he just straight up kills that dude. Yeah, just because it's so he can't talk. So yeah. that I don't think the Cassian we've got here would do that though. We're not at that stage. Yeah. I thought the boots were going to play a part in it, but no. You know, no? they set up as a thing in like a, the early episode, like as a, yeah. it's like a red herring kind of like misdirect. Yeah, like, oh, then he's still like, in boots. Be- no. Yeah. Just kill everybody. It's one way to yeah. do it. Old fashioned. And then, and then you got that one shot of like all the Imperial people like hiding in a broom closet. <laughs> they run past and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Um, so we're heading into the last arc. Oh, now. and that last that shot. Yeah. From above, the overhead shot, yeah, it's fucking beautiful. fucking cool, yeah, just ever like the little like because it's meant to it away. kind of looks like the imperial symbol and like yeah, all the these people are breaking sort of out thing. of it, so yeah, yeah, really good. I mean, there's a lot of it, um, I guess uh, symbolism you could take the fact that the water, which was like this sort of thing that kicked off and started this literally rebellious outburst, literally seeps through like it's as like you know yep. it spreads like sort of like water spreads so. I mean, there's lots of symbolism you could draw, but um, yeah, where do where do you think we're going with the last act with all the characters, the way they're they're sort of set up? Like, I presume Cassian breaks out of prison, he's going to go back to his mum. Yeah, um, and we all know him. that she's being watched by both. I can't remember the character's name, but uh, Vel. No, Vel's lover. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sintra, and then, I think, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, but also by people from IBS or whatever. Yep. So, um, so you know something bad's going to happen there. I don't know fully what's going to happen with, like, where Luthen's story is going to end up this season. That's the only part. Like, I don't know maybe he gets involved. Maybe Cassie meets up with him by the end of all this. Or well, I think it is telling that like the final scene, like uh, Luthen's giving his whole speech. Um, the final, I think his final words of the episode is something along the lines of, um. I need to keep all my heroes close to my chest. It's like mm. Luther, uh, Cassian, and I'm assuming that's the guy from Rogue One that he's running with. Which one? In the desert. Oh, then, yeah, it is. It is, yeah. It was yeah. the dude from Rogue One. The one that we talked about last week yeah. who I didn't realize was actually from it, but then people yeah. on the internet pointed out, and it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that's who it was, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Really cool just to have a, a random character like So that. I guess Same they're going to be adversaries at first, and then, you know, they'll come, he'll come on board. Luthen's mm. plan. Yeah. Side, convince him to keep him. Really keen. Um, gonna be sad once over because only two episodes yeah. left. That's yeah, crazy. Maybe the last. Maybe there'll be like maybe a bit longer of a finale or something like that. A bit over an hour, maybe. 
closer to an hour. Yeah. Because episode lengths have been like 50 odd minutes and then 45, so, you know, they vary. Let me, none, final, none of the episodes for this show have been short, though. Nothing, I don't think there's been a single episode that's been like below that sort of 45 minute line. Yeah. Final question before, so, you know, we kind of wrap things up. Mm. I put a poll up on the Explosion Pod on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Which episode do you love more, The Eye or One Way Out? <sighs> so fucking hard. I think <laughs> this one. I think this one. I think one, one way out, one way out. They're very different is the thing. One way but out. They're both kind of combinations of like. They are co- the, com- yeah. the combinations of multiple episodes, but this, this feels like, this just still feels so much more like a hopeful end, you know, like Cassian sort of leading the charge and sort of getting closer to becoming this rebel leader sort of type and the spark of rebellion sort of atmosphere and whatever else. And the prison break is just really, really well put together. And then, um, what's that episode called? I forgot. Die, right? The Die. Eye. Um, the eye is, yeah, this really beautiful, well paced, um, thrilling heist that ends in a bunch of people who are up their own asses wanting to kill each other. <laughs> I don't, you know, <laughs> like everyone who's obsessed with money. So, no, they're both like some of the best TV, I think, of the year. Which is crazy because they're both episodes come from like the last (laughs) six weeks and from the same show. But they're definitely both two of the best episodes of the year in my eye. Top 10, 20, whatever we're doing. But the, yeah, I think I'll go this one. Maybe it's just, what would you pick? What are you picking? I think maybe it's just because I've sat longer with it, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And obviously there's the tension that ramps up the entire episode. Obviously it's completely devoted to this element. It's got that beautiful like sequence in the, I mm. meteorite storm or whatever. So yeah, very. I really want to when I do a rewatch because I definitely want to do a rewatch. Mm. This is one of those shows I'm liking so much. I just want to rewatch it straight away. But I'm thinking about doing it like and actually just doing them as movies. So like not you know like watch the first three episodes, maybe one night. Next you know maybe a night or two later I watch the, the next, next three. three. Like the arc as a, then, as a movie. You know, one night you just watch that one episode. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. The epilogue sort of episode. I know, maybe just tack that on. But mm. I'd have to think about it. And then we'll have to see how the last two episodes play out. But I feel like you could do it as sort of a couple good movies. Not to say that I think this should have been a movie. Because no. it's very well put together TV. It's a great TV, TV show. And it's like, it's like having stuff to discuss each week. And I again, it's that thing of if these were movies and if this was all bingeable on Netflix, we wouldn't have as much time to discuss and pull apart and have a think about these smaller moments and characters like um Andy Serkis may be people like yeah it was really good but you, you you don't have enough time over three weeks to actually like really think about and have this character seep into your to your memory so no I'm not saying it should be a movie but in a rewatch maybe that would be a good way to do it like sort of three episodes at a time but um cool all right that'll do it for this episode of holocron entries slash going rogue of course all our other star wars shows are on this uh podcast feed including the mandalorians the very bad batch and um whatever else the next star wars show is going to be called uh they just started filming what the fuck's it called the The acolyte so whatever our after show for that ends up being called follow our twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter and join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com Discord. If you like this episode and want to tell us, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to donate as a little dollar um, to help support the website and help support Holocron entries. And until next week, keep on rebelling.